Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to yet another episode of Another Shitty Podcast Quarantine Edition, episode four. We're about to get into so many cool things. Thank you for joining us on Instagram Live, and thank you for listening. I am Nick Grace. Soon you're going to hear the one and only Trent Bruce. Enjoy the show. Hey. Don't we Say don't we just love this Instagram live? <laughs> <laughs> There's never any problem. If it worked if it worked properly, oh, Caitlin's on. What's, What's up, Caitlin? Caitlin? If it worked, if it worked properly, I do like this because I liked interacting with our friends and yeah. family. Um, it's fantastic. That's the difference between. That's the difference between just having a regular podcast. This is nice that we get to talk with. Folks. Yeah, last week it went fine. Um, the week before it went fine, but damn, today and the three weeks ago, nothing is as bad as three weeks ago. Nah. Three weeks ago was rough. Uh, yes, Caitlin, I did dye my hair. It's some shade of blonde now. It's a little bit red a little bit, but it's mostly blonde. So for the folks that weren't here, here, leave your hat off real quick. For the folks that weren't here last week, I've described Nick's hair as Ryan Gosling from Place Beyond the Pines. So if you've never seen that movie, please Google it right now. It is Ryan Gosling from Place Beyond the Pines. I think it looks good, dude. I, I, in my heart of hearts, I want to shit on it. Like, I want to make fun of you because it's, you dyed your hair. Yeah. But it looks great. It looks really good. Um, pre-quarantine Nick would totally be making fun of current Nick right now. <laughs> but. Yeah. You get. I think you got to come out with a, you got to come out with a mixtape, bro. A mixtape? Yeah. I, I can make that happen. It doesn't have to be good, does it? Zach says it probably makes you run faster. Yeah, it does. Especially if I run with my arms back like this, like it's Naruto. I'm fast as fuck. Yes. Fast as fuck. Oh, yeah. Place beyond the pines. Uh, well, Nick, do we want to get into it? What's going on with our weeks and all we that? We might as well before the feed shuts off again. <laughs> Just get into it. I think Uh-oh. it's, it's either... Spinny, spinny oh, no. Bro. <laughs> oh, no. Oh no, you froze too. Oh man. Hey, what's up, Shane? Good to see you, buddy. Hey, can, can you we hear see me, Nick? Can we hear you? Nope. Nope. Jesus. You gotta go back off, Nick. Come Jesus. back on. <laughs> okay, so I'm just gonna do a little dance. Nick's gone. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. We're going to have to try Nick's audio again. Ah. Here we go. Let's try it one more time. Hey, there he is. Now I know what Tory Lanez has to go through, man. Oh, no. Uh, uh, oh. <laughs> can you hear me? Yeah, All I right, can cool. hear you. I just don't, I can't see comments or anything, but that's fine. As long as the video works, we're good. Yeah, you're just on a little bit of delay, but that's fine. Damn bro. it. <laughs> All right. Let's just do this. Let's just start it and get on with it. Yeah. Um, is it my turn to sing or are we going to sing together? You know what? It'd be funny if we tried to. Uh... Oh, yeah, they can hear you. You're good to go. Let's try to sing together since you're on a lag. That'd, That'd be, be funny. fantastic. <laughs> I'll count us in on a lag. Okay. What's up with your week? 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 What's going on with your week? That was a weak week. We're doing what we can. Do you want to go first? I'll let you go first. Trent, what's going on in your week? Okay. I think you're good now. You're like synced up, bro. Um, what's going on with my week? Dude, so finally, um, friend of the pod, um, if folks have heard the, the, uh, James Bond episode, uh, with Tom Newell, t 
Tiam Newell. Um, I finally got around to watching American Horror Story 1984, um, the show that, that Tiam worked on as an assistant editor. Uh, I'm probably six, seven episodes in. Have you seen it, Nick? Not his, no. Just the first season. Okay. Okay, so there's like nine or ten seasons of American Horror Story now. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one, uh, the most recent one, has anyone else seen it? Uh, it takes place uh, in the 80s, and it's like a slasher-themed. Uh, dude, I, uh, you know, like those camp, like they're kind of campy now, like the Friday the 13th or, you know, it's someone in a sleepy town. Yeah. Middle America. Someone's chasing him through in the night with a knife. Yeah. Uh, this one is like extremely... I won't spoil anything, but this one's just extremely gory. Like very, very bloody. Um, like right from the get-go. Like opening scene is just like... Blood everywhere. So, um... <laughs> it's been pretty intense. Uh, I'm, I like the... The thing that's keeping me hooked is the way that they're telling the story and, and I don't want to ruin anything for anyone um, Ryan Murphy can't be that's new <laughs> um, I don't want to ruin the story but the way that they tell the story on this season is so interesting I never uh, have seen a, a TV show or a movie um, the way that they they put the story together um, it's almost in reverse it's kind of interesting mm. um so, you, you learn a lot very quickly, and you're like, "Well, what else could there possibly be uh, throughout the season?" So it's pretty wild. I'd get, I'd tell everyone to give it a watch. It's on um, Hulu because um, I also recently discovered that I have Hulu. <laughs> so that's been great. Um, oh, Nick, something that we're both doing. We're guys. We're trying out Dungeons and Dragons later on. Yeah, today. we are. Um. What the fuck are we doing, friend, bro? What are we friend doing? Of the, friend of the pod, Mike, Mike Sullivan, Sarah Sullivan, they're putting it on for us and walking yeah. us through this. I'm, a, I'm very excited. I'm very excited because it's, it's, uh, it's character building, it's stories and all this stuff. I just have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. I, I, I have no yeah. idea what I'm doing. And I have no Sully's idea Sully's been either. really helpful, basically kind of, I think he's basically been doing it for me, but walking me through it. So I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited. My character has a has a, a panther for a sidekick, so I'm really excited. Oh, oh my god. Um, yeah, I have no idea what I'm doing. So he c- convinced us to to be a part of it. So we'll see what happens yep. with that. That's tonight. Um, have you heard, Nicholas? Have you heard about this glowing algae? I have. I have. I guess that was for sure last night. I don't know if it's multiple nights of it, but yeah. Caitlin, this won't help your sex life. Well, we're in a quarantine, Caitlin. We're in a global pandemic. Uh, I think we're already screwed with that category, so <laughs> that's okay. Uh, so last night, uh, we got a wild hair. What's up, Edan? Uh, we got a wild hair. Uh, I talked to Caitlin and Nick. Caitlin, who's on this chat right now, uh, she told me about this glowing algae thing. Like, I heard about it, but she like actually went and, and saw it and so we got uh steph and i got a wild hair last night and we went we went to a part of the ocean and uh checked it out turns out um there was a lot of people <laughs> and uh they definitely had the beach cops on there oh so uh and they're you know like in a suv or pickup truck or yeah. whatever and so uh, it didn't last. It didn't last that long, but it is. It is really glowing. It's. I can send you a video. It's. It's crazy, dude. It looks like straight up like uh, Avatar. Please send me the video. Was it totally a um, super bad? Oh no, it's the cop situation when everyone was standing on the beach. Um, <clears throat> there was too many people out there, and, and I know I'm part of the problem with that situation. <laughs> but uh, we went to a more like secluded beach. And there were still a lot of people, um, so I, we just wanted to check it out. And then, and then, it was almost like comedic the timing. Like the cop turned on its like bright headlights, 
started like driving up and down the beach with spotlights on people and we're like we gotta get out of here <laughs> i mean it, we, we we were literally there like 10 minutes maybe it's one of those things where um, if you get if you were to get a stopped by the cops in that scenario and you're even if you're 25 that's okay but when you're 30 you you don't really you don't have an excuse anymore you should know better <laughs> you want, hey you you want to tell a little story about that nick yeah um, what's, what's up in my week is I was caught trespassing this past, uh, what, two days ago. <laughs> Me and friend of the pod, <laughs> John Engel, who was, who was on season one, he and I mm-hmm. had been trespassing onto a high school that they had gated off and put no trespassing signs on, um, because we knew that they had basketball courts there. And for those who don't know, maybe it's, maybe this isn't how the rest of the country is, but at least here and in major cities, they took down all hoops. There's no there's nowhere to play basketball anymore. Wait, are you serious? Yeah. If you go to any park, because there's like they've either taken them down or they've put in they've put wood blocks over top of them, so you can't you straight up can't go. It's part of the whole thing oh, wow. of like they, my, they don't uh, want people in parks in general. My my neighborhood park. Tons of people were playing basketball, but that was that was like two weeks ago. So maybe, oh, yeah, maybe by now it's uh, it's donezo. Yeah. So uh, John happens to live across the street from this high school, and the only way he was able to tell that there were hoops there was because he was up on the rooftop and you could see over. The high school is kind of terraced. It's Robert Robert F Kennedy yeah. High School down in Koreatown. It's terraced, so from the street you can't see what's in there. But from above, you can see that they have eight full court basketball courts, and they have a soccer court or a soccer soccer field, and uh, <laughs> baseball fields, and they have a swimming pool that they didn't drain. So we went and we played a bunch of basketball, and um, then we went swimming, and we got all of two laps in before the cops were suddenly at the pool yelling at us to get out of the fucking pool. So we had we had to get out. It was it was me and him. I'm 30, John's like 34, and then there was like four 15-year-old kids that were just there, and like skater kids, and so they let them go, because they're kids, and then it came to us, and they were like, what, can't you guys read? You're 30 and 34 years old, what the hell are you doing, and we're just like, we're trying to work out, man, but they, they were gonna, they let us go. But I guess it would have been a five hundred dollar fine. So now we can't go back. Fuck. Be be thankful you didn't get a five hundred dollar ticket. I would have just throw that Donald Trump check at it, man. <laughs> hey, you know what I think this is, Nick? I think you're you've got your uh, now that you dyed your hair, and you got that Ryan Gosling, uh, like, you know, bad boy place beyond the pines kind of vibe going you know like you don't give a shit oh yeah dude i've totally the beginning of that movie he's like robbing a bank he's like robbing a bank at the beginning of that i've movie. totally taken a turn for the worst dude i got caught trespassing in the week before i got pulled over running a red light in front of a cop i dyed my hair it's crazy dude dude what's next man Face tattoos you know you're Face gonna... tattoos yeah oh for sure that's where I- i'm not gonna lie nick i think that's where we uh where you get kicked out of my top eight on my MySpace. You get kicked out of my top eight the, when you start getting face yeah, tattoos. As long as we can still keep the podcast going, I'm all right with it. Uh, <laughs> no, needs a neck tattoo. Should it be someone else, Allen Iversons. You, Only God will forgive. Your, your, mom's, your mom's chastising you here on the chat. I can't bro. see it, so I'm sorry, Mom. I can't see what she's... It says schools, are, it says schools around here are still closed. All schools, university properties closed. Be careful. Yeah. It's sound advice. There you go. There you go, Mrs. Grace. Yeah, your your son's a wild a, a wild man. You know, he's going to he's going to get ticketed one of these days for swimming in a high school pool. <laughs> <laughs> she knows. I've gotten my in my share my fair share of trouble. Um let's see. The reason you know about that story is cuz I was telling you and Steph, when I went to go visit you guys uh, up in Studio City and had some some lobby beers with you guys in Margs. We had 
What was Cinco de Mayo? Cinco de Drink? Yeah. Um, yeah, dude. That was a great night. Um, Steph made a whole, um, a whole spread of Mexican food and these delicious tacos. Um, she made like her own like hard shell tacos. They were fucking great. Um, and then frozen margaritas. And like I was, I was, uh, feeling the holiday spirit, if you will. Um, yeah. And then you came outside and we met and had a couple beers, frozen margaritas and had a good time. It was Um, a very chill situation. I was fortunate enough to be given a gift from Steph, some, some bleach tie dye sweatpants, which I would be wearing right now if it wasn't balls hot outside. Um, if it wasn't 90 degrees But those are incredible pants. Shout out uh, Ashley Marks, her sister, and Color Mash. Where do you find them on Instagram, Trent? Yeah. Yeah, so Steph's sister Ashley's been doing like uh, some custom tie-dyes, and it's actually really dope. Um, she's already got over like 50 um, orders. It's crazy in like two or three days. Um, but her Instagram is just at Color Mash. Uh, underscore so just uh, color mash underscore and uh, she's been doing this this cool technique instead of like you know your traditional like camp counselor tie-dye or like a swirl she's been doing what's called like ice dye and so um, she's been I guess you scrunch up the shirt in some way and put the dye on then you put a bunch of ice on it mm. and then the way that the ice melts that's how it forms the uh the uh, dye, uh, so it kind of looks more like a watercolor painting. Uh, it's pretty trippy, dude. Oh, Zach says Lorraine just got her sweatsuit. Hell yeah, that's awesome. Um, funny enough, Nick, I don't know if you know this. Zach's um, gal Lorraine knows uh, Ashley because they used to work out at the same gym. Oh, word. Yeah. Oh wait, never mind. She ordered it. Oh, okay. Well. It's coming. She ordered it. <laughs> he got another tie-dye. He's got another tie-dye friend. It's so weird you can't see the comments, I know. That people are, might be... T- you know what? Whatever. Whatever. I'll watch the feed. I'll watch the feed after, and I'll see how I'm just getting roasted. Or my mom. Yeah, everyone should, everyone should, be, roast, everyone should be roasting Nick since he can't see any of the comments. No one's saying anything... They should be. Everyone should just should be, be like roasting. They should be that. taking massive advantage of this. I'll I'll never know. Um, <clears throat> what else is going on with your week? Uh, that's pretty much me. Dude. Well, I got two more things. Um, There's um. Well, I guess next Thursday I'll be podcasting live from Joshua Tree, so I'm excited about that new development. We're bringing one more person, so now I'm going to be paying twenty four total dollars to be staying in Joshua Tree for two nights. Whoa. Check out these Airbnb sales because they're insane right now, guys. And then I wanted to say shout out to Juanito Perez, kid I work with. He's awesome. He's um, he's one of the kids I went to uh, the Kobe Bryant Memorial with. He, his Uh daughter was just born two days ago. So shout out to him and his and his Uh girlfriend. Um, She's welcome to the world, little baby. She's going to be a fighter. She's she's light she's only five pounds so she's she's gonna be an ass kicker when she gets older for sure oh wow so props to props to juanito and uh that's what's going on in my week uh just to let you know caitlin says she can't roast you because you're too pretty no <laughs> <laughs> i love uh, caitlin i miss her first of all before we get to our other sections um yeah, he says safe. Uh, uh, Shane says safe at home, Nick. Um, in all caps, safe at home, Nick. Um, before we get to our other sections, uh, since we got your mom on right now, Happy Mother's Day! Happy Mother's Day! Early Mother's Day. Uh, it's this Sunday, so if you guys don't forget to call your moms, you know, get a little present, get a little Facetime going. Um, you want to say something, Nicholas? Uh, just that I love my mom very much, and I appreciate her dearly because I wouldn't be here without her. None of us would be here without our moms, and I can't wait to actually see her and hug her in real life when all of this quarantine stuff is over. Happy Mother's right. Day. 
Happy Mother's Day. Mom, we love you guys. All the moms out there. All the mamas. <laughs> but especially our moms. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, the weather report, I'm just going to say it's fucking hot, guys. It's really hot. <laughs> it's so hot. That's, that's the weather report. It's what's going on here? This is like Midwest shit. Dude, It'll be like nice weather, nice weather, and then two days it's like 100 degrees up here in the valley. I tried, it's I tried to sleep outside in, in our hammock because it was going to be like 65 at night, and then there was mosquitoes everywhere, so I couldn't do that. So I just roasted inside. It was awful. Oh. Um, just to catch you up here, your mom says, Aw, thank you, love you, thanks Trent. Um, Shane says, oh, Wolf Nick, what about people with two dads? Uh, and then, <laughs> and then, uh, Zach says, don't talk about my mom, Trent. Uh, first of all, Zach, your mom loves me. She's never even met me, but your mom loves me and defends me and my honor on social media. So shout out to Zach's mom. Zach's mom rules. <laughs> I love that I have to. Re- I love that I have to read you these comments, bro. It makes it. <laughs> They're weirder. so good, though. They might even be funnier having yeah. them read back to me. <laughs> uh, hey, Sam. Samantha joined. Um. Oh man. Oh, thanks, Kate. Yeah, my mom does rule. Okay, let's get into it. The, the weather's hot as shit. We don't need to. I mean, that's the weather report, yeah. guys. You know. Who'd have uh, thought? Southern California. Who? <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Crazy times, Crazy man. Crazy times. times. So, I think it's probably time we get into the news. Should we keep it going the way we've been doing it, doing basketball last? Well, yeah, we got about 30 minutes. Perfect. So, um, you want to send it over to... Oh, shit. Okay, hold on. Oh, I forgot to do this, too. All right. Well, we're going to lollygag here for a sec. Okay... Let's see here. Who am I going to send it to? Hip hop uh, or to wrestling? You're going to send it to to wrestling, bro. Okay. Okay. Yo, what's up, buddy? All right. Tell me when you're ready, Nicholas. I'm ready. Are you ready? Now we're going to send it over to Trent Bruce, who's way over at the wrestling desk for this weekend wrestling. Yabba do. <laughs> I've been I've been sitting on that one, dude. I've been sitting on yabba that one. Yabba dabba do, man. <laughs> yabba yabba do, dude. I think that's the actual line. Isn't it? Yabba do. Wait, let me see. Let me see. Wait. First, yeah, he, first, he says yeah, but dude. first he goes, he goes. <laughs> first, it's first it's a real quick. What happened to that boy? And then it's yeah. Yabadoo. <laughs> Fred Flintstone in the house. Uh, John Cena, man. Oh my god. Uh, dude, have you? Uh, <laughs> Oh man, just made me think of the John Cena videos of like the radio show. John Cena. John Cena. Dude, <laughs> this week in wrestling, um, WWE's got their Money in the Bank pay per view on Sunday. Finally, I've been talking about this for a while. The card looks pretty good, actually. Um, you've got Braun Strowman facing Bray Wyatt for a heavyweight title. Uh, you've got Drew McIntyre and Seth Rollins for a heavyweight title. Um, the Money in the Bank matches are going to be pretty interesting because, a reminder to you, Nick, they're, it's at the WWE corporate headquarters in Stamford, Connecticut, and these matches are pre-taped, but it's going to ha- the match is going to happen all throughout the building, and it ends up, they're going to have a ring, I believe they're going to have a ring on the roof with a dangling Money in the Bank briefcase on top of the roof. Dude, I can't wait for the, for the <clears throat> prank fall where they're just going to throw a dummy off the roof and it's going to float down. And they'll cut away, and then they'll cut oh, back, man. and it'll be the wrestler on the ground. <laughs> it's going to be, uh, yeah, it's going to be crazy. 
Um, speaking of, I'm ready for wrestling and sports to have uh, crowds again. Uh, did you happen to watch this is a little side note from wrestling? But did you happen to see Korean baseball on ESPN? Oh, because they started but without fans. I did not. Yeah, it is so bizarre. What's up, Splash? Roberts on here. Um, what did it say? Uh, the women and men's will be happening at the same time. Oh yeah, Shane told me. Um, the women's and men's uh, Money in the Bank matches are happening simultaneously. That's going to be at crazy. At the same building? This is going to be really crazy. Yeah, I guess simultaneously. Is there going to be yeah. two briefcases? Uh, yeah, I'm assuming so. Uh, uh, a men's I and women's. I bet you Rob Gronkowski uh, wins. Oh, fuck. Fuck Rob Gronkowski. Gronk. Ugh. Go to Tampa Bay, dude. <laughs> Go be with your butt buddy, Tom Brady. Um, anyways, uh, another headline, AJ Styles is alive and well, um, at WrestleMania, he was buried alive by the undertaker and apparently, um, AJ Styles is alive. He said, uh, he, he came back on raw and he's going to be in the, uh, money in the bank match. He said, I just had a little dirt on me, nothing to worry about me. You know, if undertaker wants to. Uh, I've got unfinished business with him. I'll beat his ass. Uh, he's like, I'm not a zombie. You know, I'm just, uh, I'm just that damn good. Just a regular guy, you know. And uh, <laughs> regular guy. And he said, he said, did I lose? He said, no, I didn't lose. There, did you see a referee? It wasn't a three count. I didn't lose. He wants to run it back. So, run that shit back. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know if he's well. Shane says, is he well? I don't know if he's good. Uh, or if he's if he's undead or what, um, you know, thoughts and prayers go out to AJ Styles and his family. I don't know if he's uh, a, a zombie or undead or a ghost. He says he's not a ghost, but why would a ghost tell you he's a ghost? That's he a wouldn't. good point. Yeah, he might have some brain damage from lack of oxygen. <laughs> um, last but not least, uh, for wrestling news, All Elite Wrestling, AEW... Uh, I just read this morning they were fined $10,000 by the Maryland Gaming Commission, Sports Commission, uh, because in the state of Maryland, apparently, you cannot have barbed wire in a match, and you cannot have blood or excessive blood. And they had a match where they fell on a bed of barbed wire, and there was quite a bit of blood. And so Maryland said, that's a no-no. You couldn't do that for the past 35 years in our state. And please give us ten thousand dollars. Does that mean? Does that go for <laughs> boxing as well, and like UFC type shit? Um, I don't know if Maryland even hosts that kind of stuff, but um, who knows? I mean, with boxing in UFC, they usually uh, no. I was gonna say they, they don't stop the match if it's ex- excessive bleeding. Um, I don't know, man. Mm. But Tony and AEW did not sanction the match. Oh, okay. Well, that's interesting. All right. Hmm. Well, I need to, I need to check my facts. Thanks for that, Shane. Uh, real quick, before I send it over to Hip Hop, looks like we have a viewer question or viewer comment from Robert Mendoza. Okay. He says, "Murder Hornets." I tell you what, dude. What do you think? What do you think about these things? Apparently, they're two inches, bro. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of these murder hornets coming over and murdering. This is like this is like fucking Jumanji shit, yeah. dude. Okay, so oh Shane says he's kayfabing us. I did okay, just my bad. I did just watch a fucking <laughs> video this morning of honeybees swarming and killing one though, and that was satisfying. Oh, uh, Robert wants us to explain murder hornets. Um, my theory with the murder hornets is I think it's a swerve. I think it's a conspiracy. I don't know if they actually exist. It's probably just to take our minds off of uh, coronavirus. This is what happens. When something crazy is going on in the world, the government will say, oh, there's some, you know, giant bug to worry about or whatever, you know. So, you know, coronavirus is, we we know that's real now and and that's affecting all these lives. So they're like, oh, there's a murder hornet too. So you got to watch out for those. And my second Uh theory, my second theory is, Someone reopened, someone reopened the uh, box from Jumanji, and all these ancient animals, uh, 
and species came out of the Jumanji game board, and one being these uh, giant hornets. I'll, I'll do you one further, because we know that China definitely created the coronavirus, definitely. <laughs> In order to save face, oh they also definitely created these murder hornets so that people forget about the coronavirus. However, they no. didn't think about how now everyone's going to blame them for murder hornets. So there's going to be a third oh, wave. Man. China's going to create oh, something again. Also, fun, uh, fun yeah. fact, friendly yeah. reminder, um, birds aren't real. Birds are just cameras <laughs> uh, made by the government. Because have, have you ever seen a bird sleep? No, you've never seen a bird sleep. These are just cameras. <laughs> uh, real quick, what's up, Adam? Uh, he joined... Aileen joined. Hey, Aileen. And then Ansem said, have you seen the video of a praying mantis eating a murder hornet? No, I have not, but I am Googling that immediately That's going to be the most fun videos to watch coming up. It's just everyone's going to be locked inside because of coronavirus watching murder hornets get fucked up. <laughs> what if... What uh, if Eric, what's up, what buddy? This is all just like Eric? the spin. The news spin is that murder hornets are actually awful, but they're just like trying to get by, man. But everyone wants them to die. That's not right. What if they're just trying to get by? I mean, you name some, you name something murder, no one's gonna yeah. like it. You know, no one's. These gonna hornets like it didn't right name away. themselves murder hornets. Uh, what's up, Eric Escobar, friend of the pod, uh, comedian, wrestling fan extraordinaire. Um, would say Bobbit work videos are are pretty fire. I gotta watch that. Uh, and then Noe said UFC two forty nine is live this Saturday. Oh That's shit. Right. Dana White's do Dana White's doing a UFC fight. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, um, that's crazy. Well, Nick, I'm gonna send it over to you real quick for this week in hip hop. All right, dog. J. Cole. Why did I play Joey Badass? Well, maybe it's because we're going to talk about him for maybe like 30 seconds right, right quick. So Joey Badass has a new album coming out. It's only going to have uh, oh, it's only going to have 14 songs, I guess, or less than that, because in an interview he was taking shots at anybody that has albums over 14 songs long, because he says, according to him, nobody wants to listen to that shit. It's too long. <laughs> you can't listen to it in an entire day. And yeah, you and I have said some stuff about other performers, <clears throat> Drake, who have put out 25 song albums. They're gonna fall flat. You have to. It's uh, actually Joy Badass said this in the fucking interview. It's like opening up a restaurant and offering a million items. No, open up a restaurant oh. and offer. 10 and do them very well do them well yeah that's a great analogy yeah i think um these like super long albums i don't get the purpose of it maybe there's some like spotify or apple music thing where they're just doing they're putting out these songs for streams and for hits uh, you know plays um i don't know i don't really understand it i don't understand a kanye west mentality of doing like seven songs because that's the minimum you know, the minimum for a full-length album. That's kind of weird, too, just to do the bare minimum. Yeah. But also to do a ton of uh, songs on a record is exhausting. Uh, it's a, Yeah, Anselm says it's a streaming thing. Yeah, so they're, they're doing it to get more hits. Um, Cheesecake Factory. What about Cheesecake Factory? Am I... Is that something else? Is that a... Is he just asking about the restaurant Cheesecake Factory, or is that, like, a rap song? I think it's just <laughs> the restaurant... You know what? I've actually never been to a cheesecake factory, Zach. Me neither. So uh, I've heard great. I, you haven't no, either. If, oh, I, if we're I'm going to go to life. a fancy restaurant, I'm not going to go to a chain. I'm going to go to a fucking fancy oh, restaurant. Oh, that's Drake. One of a kind. Drake. <laughs> Such as the restaurant that uh, I work at. I'm not going to go to a fucking cheesecake factory. You can go to any cheesecake factory. 
No. Uh, okay, so uh, Mark Richard has taken over. Uh, Mark Richard's taken over Sam's uh, account. And uh, what else? Oh, Julie's here. Chris Peterson's here. What up? Oh, uh, oh, uh, Zach was referring to the restaurant Cheesecake Factory because they have literally everything on the menu. Yeah. And people love Cheesecake Factory. I don't. I, I'm a person. <laughs> I'm more of an... I'm more of an Olive Garden kind of person. You know, when you're here, you're a breadstick. When you're your family. <laughs> Without um, friends or family. <laughs> well, uh, my news that I added to uh, to the hip-hop category is Dr. Dre's The Chronic is finally on Spotify. Thank God. I don't know what was taking so long. Uh, Molly joined. Oh, Molly Clark joined. Hey, Molly. Um, yeah, The Chronic is finally on Spotify, which is fucking great. Uh, I love Dr. Dre, and that's one of the best rap albums of all time, so I'll be listening to that today. Um, Jolie says, the big question is, what what does Nick's hair look like these days? Again? Yeah, you st- leave your hat off, bro. Why are you wearing a well, hat? Well, I've got marks on my face everyone from wa- my hat, so i got to put it everyone, back. Everyone, everyone wants the hair, bro. <clears throat> And then you want to you want to answer your last question for hip hop so we can talk about the Chicago yeah, Bulls. So the last bit of news in hip hop was that Doja Cat, who I don't really even fucking know who that is, um, says that if her song with Nicki Minaj is number one, like if enough people stream it or whatever, buy it, make it number one, she's gonna show her boobs. Um, what the hell, dude? I get it. Like I, you even said this on the note section. Like I get it. Sex sells. Sex has always been the thing that sells. But like also, yeah. Is there a limit to just like how grotesque we're gonna get? And also, if you really want to see someone's boobs, go on the internet. They're everywhere. <laughs> boobs. Do we need? To, do we need to make a song that may or may not be a great song, a hit because we want to see someone's tits? It's I, I don't I don't I mean, like it. it's like it's like a ransom. I think if I think you it's, buy the song I think you can see my tits. It's fucking it's just annoying. It's really annoying. I mean Nick, I mean you can't be surprised. Like I said, this has been the beginning of time. Right. Um yeah, boobs.edu, boobs.gov, exactly. Um boobs.church. Uh, it's a gimmick, yeah, Robert's right, it's a gimmick. Yeah. Anytime in entertainment you want to sell something, put some boobs on there. It's easy. Sex sells, baby. Yeah, but it's... You know what I'm saying. I know what you're saying. I'm just an old man. Get off my lawn. Okay. Let's get to the important part of the podcast. We have less than 15 minutes, Nick. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. We're gonna send it, so we're going to send it back to Nick Grace with this week in basketball slash Michael Jordan. Hey, hey dude come on and slam and welcome to the jam do your dance uh chris peterson and caitlin both want to see more fashion videos nick i'm having to repeat all your questions because nick can't see the comments for some reason i'll make and then shane shane says i'd rather see her irs tax returns Turns out, IRS tax returns are the most impossible things to get your hands on. Hey. It's fucking but, crazy. But people want more fashion videos, Nicholas. All right. I'll um, give them one um, today. I promise. I'll make one today. If I can if I can get this Dungeons & Dragons things figured out, I'll make one today. Right? Fuck. Um, uh, so Last Dance was great. It dude. was. Uh, I want to get into the real quick stupid basketball news before the last dance real quick. Rumblings around the NBA okay. is that they're finally going to cancel the season. Duh, because you have to. You can't put these people on an island, and by these people, I mean all the NBA players, all the coaches, all of the trainers, everyone that makes it go. You can't put them on a fucking island for a month, and then also 
and, and get them to train and also test every fucking day and finish the season before the season has to start again. So thankfully, they're finally yeah. putting it out of its misery. There is an interview on YouTube for GQ with Tim Grover, who is the trainer for Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Dwayne Wade, countless other people. Um, that is amazing. It's about 20 minutes long. It's really cool. You really get to see inside the psyche of someone like Mike and Kobe, but also someone like the person who has to train them. It's, uh, it's really cool and worthwhile, even if you don't like basketball. It's pretty dope. And shout out to Mark Sipka, who's been relentlessly looking at the the uh, <laughs> scouring the internet, finding deals for Michael Jordan related uh, stuff, clothes, Michael shoes, Jordan everything. vintage Chicago Bulls dream team related merchandise. Been keeping me and Trent in the loop on that. So this brings us to the Last Dance, episode five and episode six. And episode five was maybe the most beautiful, or at least tied with the most beautiful piece of documentation I've ever seen in my entire life. Tied with Chasing Coral on Netflix. It's beautiful if you want to see something that's amazing and also sad. But episode five is incredible. It starts off with Kobe Bryant and that relationship that we never really got to know about really until Kobe's death, which is maybe one of the more tragic things about yeah about the whole thing um and and seeing how much that they really meant to each other was yeah. was really impactful for from a human from a human standpoint and a basketball fan standpoint so it was it was beautiful to watch that and um i think just even the beginning is worth watching again just to see that there's a bunch of interviews that Kobe did um, on podcasts and on YouTube that you can find and he talks about it a little bit and they're also worthwhile listening to just because the dude was a driven motherfucker he's just a, yeah. a very hardworking person and, and a very positive person and they don't really focus on that very much in when people talk about about him um, so episode 5 really cool we finally got to see them touch on Tony Kukoc because he was nowhere for the first four Episodes and he was a big part of that 98, the 90, 90, uh, 96, 97, and 98 team. Um, yes, and in doing so, they bring up the dream team, which <laughs> is incredible. Incredible. I think that most of those dream team games are available on YouTube right now, um, they're worth watching, but. The reason they bring Tony Kukoc into the whole scenario is because he was playing for Croatia, who was everybody's second favorite, or the they were they were favored to be the second best team in the Olympics, and the U.S. spoiler alert just crushed them. But Tony was the best player on that team, and Tony had already been drafted to the Chicago Bulls, and Jerry Krause was very high on Tony, and yes. Tony hadn't. I mean, he'd been drafted by the Bulls, but he hadn't been over there for three years yet. And so Michael and Scotty were upset from that standpoint. One, they have this guy that's on the team that they haven't even played with, haven't met before. Also, Tony got a really, really nice contract, and that took money off the table for Scotty, who we know was very underpaid, and for Mike, who, when you're the best player in the world, you're always going to be underpaid. And both of them are competitive yeah. as fuck. Now, all this shit was unknown to Tony. He has no idea. He's also living in a war-torn country, so he's got other things to kind of focus on. And Michael and Scotty just made it their mission to ruin Tony, make sure that he just couldn't score, couldn't do anything. And they did a great job of it. And... It, uh, I'm looking forward to episodes down the line when we get to see their relationship kind of come together and mesh really well. Because it does. Also, another spoiler alert, it does. Quick question for you. <laughs> what? Quick question. Was Christian Leitner in the league yet, or was he in college? He was in college. So, Rod Thorne... Why wasn't Shaq on, why wasn't Shaq this, on was this, a, this was a thing that they talked about. Uh, it, was, it came down to either... Christian Leitner or Shaq being on it because they wanted one college player. I'm really not sure. At first, I thought it was maybe they're like they want the clean cut 
kid to be on it. Um, and that's like has some racial type shit to to do with it. But then I was like, everyone hated Christian Leitner. He was a fucking dick. So he may be the most hated college basketball player of all time. So I don't really know He's the... why they didn't put Shaq on there because Shaq was in, unstoppable in college. And so I, I really don't know why they went with him instead. And then do you want to talk about the Isaiah thing or no? We could talk about it real quick. So Isaiah's butthurt because he wasn't put on the team. Honestly, I think the only person that you could have taken off that team is the man we just talked about, Christian Leitner, to put him on. I don't have a problem with John Stockton being on the team. Um, people are people forget how good John Stockton was. Was he better all time than Isaiah Thomas? Probably not. But on a team full of big personalities and people that need the ball, he's not someone that does. The quietest personalities yeah. on that team were John Stockton and David Robinson. Everybody else was a very loud personality. It's it was such a loud team that you could argue that Larry Bird was maybe one of the quieter people on the squad. Um, so to have have someone like Isaiah on there, I don't know how it helps the team or how it hurts the team. Um, I know it yeah. hurts his ego to not be on the team, but you can only have so many people on there. I'm glad that people can finally stop blaming Mike for it because th- there's been interviews where Magic has said, and Magic used to be really good friends with Isaiah, and Magic's like, I don't want him on the team. It was other people that were vocal about it. Mike didn't care. Um, he was going to play with whoever, but he just doesn't like Isaiah. Is it just because he was such a such a like polarizing personality? Right. If you if you make a career out of fucking people up, if you suddenly have to play with the people that you've been fucking up, they're not going to want to play with you. That's just how it is. It's unfortunate. Yeah. It worked. It was successful for him in the league. But when you actually then have to play with those people. It's just people, so crazy because his coach was the coach of the Dream Team, right? Yeah, he was. Chuck Daly was. Yep. And you could. All right. You got, you got like five minutes, right. Nicholas. And then you could argue that, like, why didn't. Wouldn't you think Chuck Daly would stick up for him, put him on the team? But he didn't. So yeah. there you go. So that was, that was kind of like the nuts and bolts of episode five. Again, super beautiful. Episode. Six, they kind of got back to that mode of grittiness and in your face and like what we were used to from the first four episodes and they're kind of hitting hard. And it talks a lot about Mike's relationship to competition and specifically gambling. And where I sit mm. on this is like, listen, I love, I love Michael Jordan. I, it's to the point where I can't not like him. Anything could happen at this point, even maybe some OJ Simpson type shit and I'm going to be like, but that's still Mike. Um, oh, damn. And, but I will say that, like, I, I don't know, the on the gambling thing, I don't really know if I necessarily agree with what Mike says. I'm not addicted to gambling. I'm addicted to competition. I get that. You need to, you want to win. And, that's, I mean, that's kind of, that's a PR move. Right, right there, and, you know, and, like. and I wonder if maybe he says that because he doesn't even want to lose that narrative. He doesn't. He wants to be known as not a gambler or whatever. Because when it comes to gambling, like you can gamble without money. You don't. You don't have to. Yeah. You can. You can make bets, and it can just be a respect thing. But it never was. Um, so I think that's. I think that's interesting. And also, I don't have a problem with it. He's not hurting anybody. Um, he's not forcing people to do shit they can't. They. Uh, they can't not do and yeah and he's not so he's not hurting anybody um so yeah my thing is like it's the, it's that dude's money and like would you give a shit if if he wasn't famous no you wouldn't care right um, it's not like because gambling has like a stigma or something um around it you know it's not this clean-cut family man all-american christian type look or right. whatever um you know, it's it's probably not the best look, you know. And if if Jordan lived today and played to, or he's alive, but like if he played during this era of Twitter and Instagram, um, you know, all his all his uh, skeletons would be very much, um, you know, front page news and on all these social medias. And so he would probably be very different now in terms of what he does off the court. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, is, like he played two rounds of two rounds of golf that one game or one day, and then came back and put up like sixty points. 
uh, he went gambling in Atlantic City and then won the series. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, maybe he shouldn't do like a Dennis Rodman thing and go on a bender to Vegas for days and days. Um, I think that's kind of fucked up. But if you go out gambling, you're up till 12, 1, 2 in the morning, and then you come back and you're still Michael Jordan. Right. Um, it's not... I mean, does it really matter? It's not hurting your performance it, 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 at your job. It's maybe not the best look. It's maybe right. not um, like the clean-cut guy, but um, who, I don't know. Who there's cares? a there's an interesting <laughs> story that I heard um, while while I was at work because my boss is friends with somebody who is friends with with Mike, and whenever you're whenever you're golfing with Mike, people are always like, I wanna they wanna they wanna gamble with him. They wanna bet him because he's the he's that guy. And he always t- two minutes. All right, he always turns it. He always turns him down. And if you just keep pressing him and keep pressing him and keep pressing him, eventually he'll do it. And they will ask him what he wants to set the price at for whatever they're gambling on. And Mike Mike's response is always whatever number makes you uncomfortable. Because to Mike, it doesn't fucking matter what it is. It could be ten dollars. It could be a sure. million dollars. But if you're uncomfortable with the number that you set. That's the number he wants to play at, which is just fucking insane. Jesus. It's crazy. Just like hyper hyper competitive, man. Yeah. I mean, you look at all the greats. Um, I'm not saying you have to be an asshole to be great, but a lot of people that are hard headed or stubborn um, usually turn out phenomenal work. I mean, look at Steve Jobs. I mean, everyone knew Steve Jobs was a complete dickhead yeah. um, and asshole. Uh, he totally changed technology in the way that we communicate, you know. Um, you got 50 seconds, brother. Cool. Well, that is this week in basketball. I'm excited, dude. I'm excited to watch the two episodes this week. Uh, we could do a whole hour just about the lo- the last dance easily. Easily. Um, if you guys haven't been watching, it's so... Um, Jose, what's up? He says Pablo Picasso was an asshole. Yeah, I'm sure he was. <laughs> Um, 30 seconds. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for listening to another shitty podcast. This has been, again, a quarantine edition. We are going live every Thursday at noon uh, Pacific Standard Time here on the West Coast. And uh, Instagram live at G or at Trent Bruce. And then we'll be recording it so you can listen later if you're not catching us live. Uh, it was awesome to talk about The Last Dance. We are excited to watch the last few episodes. Uh, this past week was about the dream team you know what's better than that dream team this is the dream team of another shitty podcast and lolo jones so one of these days lolo please do the podcast we sorry we couldn't have you on but you are the real dream team maybe we could start again